Trigger warning. On this episode of the Mocha Minutes podcast, sexual assault and sexual violence is discussed. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Menace Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So if you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. <laughs> um, so... It's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars, or five dollars, and you can do as many as you would like. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know, would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buymeacoffee.com backslash mocha minutes, I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. There are times. When I look above and beyond, there are times when I feel your love around me, baby. I'll never forget my baby. So, Bear Boy, they are on Twitter. They moderated a clubhouse room that was just to appreciate Janet Demita Joe Jackson. That room went on for five hours on clubhouse. And that room owes me nothing because it is Janet Demita Joe Jackson. I love her so much. I am so thankful for that room. 
sometimes being on social media, Clubhouse, I honestly would count it as social media. It'd be very daunting, but to spend five hours in a room just really in community with people who recognize that Janet Demita Joe Jackson is an icon and we must give her her thing. And I felt this song was appropriate because I am joined this week by my girl Cook from Highly Inappropriate. Together again. Ooh. <laughs> Niggas gonna be like, this bitch is on this girl like, show. Or is she on her own damn show? <laughs> what the <laughs> like it's like and whatever don't I care, care. <laughs> Wait, every time they're like you're gonna edit this i'm like cook i ain't editing shit like, <laughs> you're right we not editing shit hi everybody welcome back to the show so full disclosure um model e and i are very busy i'm just kidding model e is very busy stephanie is just <laughs> forgetful <laughs> So she will be back in the future because I know I said it last week that she was going to be here. Oh. Um, but God puts everything, things happen for a reason because that means I didn't waste Model E's time because she was so busy. She went, oh my God, girl, I was so busy. <laughs> I was like, okay, because I felt horrible Monday morning. <laughs> I like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And, she went, and this was your last one, right? Yeah. She okay, was so okay. funny. She was, she was, we were supposed to record um, actually Sunday night. I thought mm-hmm. we were recording Monday night. I woke up Monday morning and I was like, oh, we were supposed to record last night, not tonight. OMG. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, when you're so busy, like Model E, you're like, girl, what? What happened? And I was like, so it's weird. It's like, it's like this, like when you know someone's like, oh girl, it, it it's okay because I got so busy and time got away from me too. You feel a little sigh of relief, but you still, it's that tinge of I'm wasting someone's time and I don't Honey. like doing that. So that's the thing. I am somebody who's like, I can't do that. I don't like doing that. It's so hard being considerate. <laughs> like it, the struggle of just being considerate because- right. It's hard to consider. It's not, it's not. It's not hard. It's just. It's a muscle. My anxiety sometimes. It's a muscle. It it's a muscle. Because yeah. I think it's not something that is. You. It's not an unconscious unconscious thing. You have to be mm-hmm. conscious when you're being considerate. Exactly. And, when you, and you're like, oh my gosh, what if I'm being inconsiderate? And someone goes, but you're not because I was busy. And it's like. Oh. it's like but I'm like are they just saying that because they don't want to be rude because that's what I would have said if they did that like and I don't like and then you're just <laughs> like I said it contributes to my anxiety that's true because if it, if it would been the other way around I'd be like girl that's fine it's like I don't think I would just girl I'm so busy I like I was busy but I'd be like no girl it's no worries because I'm like the thing about exactly. it is it's like but girl, it's we, like at the same time you're gonna roll with it anyway because like right. you're gonna roll with it right I know right so I appreciate you being here. Cookie and I, because let me tell y'all something. Y'all, <laughs> you know, he might get the treatment that I have for the man um, who played the football and then he was in the um, the movies and then he was in the white Bronco and then he did <sighs> the book. And then, yeah, I'm not speaking his name because you know what? Not doing this today. So there's somebody else that we're going to talk about. 
I'm like, you know, he might get that because let me just tell you this. I discussed this with Cookie (laughs) earlier today. How about Homeboy got three more videos? I said, what? Why is he never not live? I'm like, I have to get through them because said, and they are not quick, girl. They're like hours. I was just like, oh my god, this nigga gotta get his hookah. He got a so okay. We're gonna get into these videos in his mm-hmm. entire aesthetic. We're gonna mm-hmm. get into it, but yeah, he's like he might get that. Like y'all, he might get a nickname on here. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh what my do. When we get to it's it, just, I might have to think about it. Like, do I want to? Because oh, mm. it's like he, a excuse thing. me. His videos are now getting sponsored, bitch. So it's like, oh, you're getting money off this. He got super chats because that's why he also goes live because it's like you can do you can actually like give you can actually donate money to people. And well, he's like, I'm gonna put this money in my gas tank. I'm like, I love a real nigga like that. Okay, let me tell you, oh. it just. Mm. we're we're gonna get into to break it down we're gonna break it all the way down really uh, because this is a lot so before we get to that (laughs) let's give some people their roses now Mm. we are recording on may 25th may 25th is going to always be a different day it's a new day this is the anniversary of the death of george floyd Mm. um the day that apparently white people realize white racism was in America and that the cop, there are really are racist cops. And oh my God, it's not something that black people um, made up. It's like being sunshine going into sunshine from remember the Titans when they mm. see like, remember when they were going to the restaurant, like, oh, but people like me can't go in there. Oh no, it's fine. Come on in. And then you see the owner of the bar say, um, no, niggers can't come in here. And then such so as like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And they're like, what the fuck do you mean? You didn't know. I told you. Yeah, that's what happened last May. However, that is still a family mourning their family member. So today is the anniversary of George Floyd's death. So I want to give the flowers to his family. Um, when you use a, When you lose a family member the way that they have, and that is literally um, by the the hands of the very people that uh, by definition are supposed to protect everybody. But for everybody who is non-white, that is not what we know. It's very mm-hmm. hard for, yeah. It, this is very depth because it literally catapults you to a place of, you gotta march, you gotta run, you gotta walk, you gotta meet, you gotta be on camera. You get, And sometimes you're like, I don't, want to do any of that i literally want to mourn the person that is no longer here with me okay uh, so they actually his family um and his bu- brother phil i think it's phil and eyes let me tell you something homeboy come with the words he also looked he looked very sharp to me um president biden and vp harris vice president harris so his family was there so was um, George Floyd's daughter, Gianna. So I'm giving my flowers to his family because this is a lot. Because even being in a closed meeting of the president, we all know that you met with the president. Yeah. So I'm giving my flowers to them because this is a lot. It's kind of like you just go, I can't just be a person and grieve my family member. Mm. But Yeah, and his daughter led a chant. 
of say his name mm, at the White House. That's right. So yeah, bless her, little girl. Bless her dearly. You know, mm-hmm. this is just a lot. Yeah. So her, her, his brother Phil looked sharp. Said, "If you can protect, <laughs> if you can make federal laws to protect the bird, which is the bald eagle, then you can make federal laws to protect people of color." Especially after they signed that Asian American bill. And yeah, know. that it was like, let's go ahead and get that. Let's get that ball rolling. So, because that's you know, it's a really interesting thing about laws. People mm-hmm. really. I've noticed and I've seen a lot of um, rose colored glasses wearing white people, just white, like elite, maybe just the white people I've seen and been in like on the social medias or the clubhouse rooms with, they really are operating under this impression that people are good. I'm like, if that was the case, we shouldn't have so many laws to actually just treat people like people. Like, why would you have to have a law to say, hey, don't beat on Asian folks. Why would we need a law about that? Why are mm-hmm. you doing that? Why Why would you need to have a law to let people of color vote? Why should, do we have to pass a law to let indigenous, indigenous means that you are from this country and tell them they can't vote till 1975, 1975. Mm. Like according to the song that everybody learns in elementary school, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. Mm. There's no, like, it just makes no sense. It's like the fact that y'all are actually having a discussion about a anti-lynching law. You're having a discussion. Mm. This is why I'm like, why are y'all under the impression that people are good? A person can be good. People are not. You actually have to make laws for people not to treat people like shit. Literally have to make a law. Have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to stop people from being assholes to people. But y'all think people just walk around being good? What? (laughs) Do you know everything we as Black people in this country have all the, they're like, you got all these rights. We had to literally mm. fight for the right to be called a whole human being. Who the fuck do y'all think y'all are? Mm-hmm. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, every law, do you know? It's like, you're like, oh, people. I'm like, no, they're not. We wouldn't need laws if people were good or we just do the right thing. Why? People, as a collective, are selfish. A person could be very magnanimous, sympathetic, empathetic. People as a collective, yeah, no, not really. Hence why we're still in a fucking pandemic. We're still doing telework over May, 2021. We went into lockdown March, 2020. Y'all, it's like, I wanted them like, girl, I'm being more pragmatic than anything. I'm not being negative. I don't think I am. It may seem negative, but it's it's more pragmatic to realize like there are some good persons mm-hmm, pockets, mm-hmm. but collectively as a people, no. And that's the sad part. That's why I like the pie in the sky 
rose colored glasses, like everything is awesome thing is not going to work with a whole group of people, especially yeah. when there are people who literally like, why do you get to come here? Like mm. you're coming here to take my job, a job that you don't even do. A job you were in no about? danger of doing. You weren't going to do it. I'm sorry. Did you want to do what they're doing? Do you want to do surgery? Oh, I don't like blood. What the fuck are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Mm. Imagine being a doctor in your country, but I got to come here and drive a cab because we don't recognize your degree. We would if you lived in the UK. Mm. I had an MBBS. Never mind. Shut up, Stephanie. Okay. Right, oh, <laughs> Let me That's why you got to come up. back to the United States. When you come to the United States, you got to get re-educated all over again. Mm-hmm. But mm. yes, y'all just want to, I'm like, girl, get out of here. Okay. Let's have some fun and play. Am I the asshole? Because I am. <laughs> am. Am I the asshole from <laughs> you're so stupid? I don't think you would do this though. Okay. Am I the asshole for making my wife choose between me and her best friend? Mm. That's my best friend. Sorry. I won't sing the song by the girl that shows that goes in the room and shows her feet. I'm not doing that today. I'm gonna do it. Okay, I, a male that's 36, am preparing for my upcoming surgery at the end of May. I have respiratory condition that I have been suffering from, and my wife has been very supportive and accommodating, we can't spell, of all my needs. She has endured so much by shouldering this burden with me, and I can never describe how much, how much supportive she's been with everything that has been going on with me. The problem is that her best friend's wedding is at the end of May, specifically on the 27th, and my surgery takes place the exact same date. Now, 27th was not the original date of her friend's wedding. It was supposed to be on May 18th, but got changed. Her friend informed us that about it on short notice, and my wife wanted to go, but it's a eight-hour trip since the wedding will be held in the groom's hometown. My wife and I discussed this, and I bluntly told her I needed her there for my surgery. She told me that that that's her best friend and this will hopefully be her only wedding and she wanted to attend. She asked if I could get a friend as my support, but I just didn't think this was right. I was even hmm. puzzled that she asked me to get a, a substitute while she goes to her friend's wedding. I asked if her mm. friend's wedding was more important than my health. Oh dear God. She argued that there was nothing it was wrong. More <laughs> she argued that there was nothing wrong with it and I won't need her since the medical team will take care of me then she said that by refusing I was making her choose between me and her best friend we went back and forth on this argument and she insisted she wants to attend her friend's wedding I told her she was being unreasonable and I never expected her to prioritize a wedding over my health she loudly yelled what do you want me to do I might lose my friend over this then stopped talking to me I think I handled this badly and acted in ungrateful manner, but I think she's the one who doesn't understand the difference since my surgery is an emergency. And if her best friend is a good friend, then she'd understand, right? So am I wrong for what I said? So I love a nuanced one. Go on. I feel okay. I feel the girlfriend. Like, okay. In a sense, she could very well lose her girlfriend over this. So, 
Now, for the other side mm-hmm. of it, she's not the one for him. <laughs> That's not mm. your boo. That's not the one for you. Mm. And so. it's like, recognize that now. I so <laughs> I am sitting here and I'm just like so you you preparing for an upcoming surgery at the end of May mm-hmm. this is from I will say this this is from May 12th. Okay. So this is like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Now I'm pulling it up on Reddit for a reason. I wanted to see. Because apparently Homeboy is answering the comments. So apparently mm. he is having lungs. This is from 13 days though. So literally two weeks before. Okay. Cause okay. So I'm I'm following along with you. It's more up to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's more okay. Good, 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 good. Lung surgery. My condition has been affecting my overall health and preventing me from living normal like everybody else. I've been on medication, but the symptoms are becoming increasingly difficult to manage. Um so. It's very interesting when you say emergent Mm. and it's three weeks from now, a lung surgery, meaning it's affecting your breath. But he started with saying that she has been supportive and accommodating of all my needs. She has endured so much by shouldering this burden with me and I can never describe how much supportive she's been with everything that has been going on with me. So I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm changing my mind. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. You're so stupid. I, I the thing about it is it's like when you think about neurological surgeries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it really does depend on how a doctor phrases it. So I'm not going to, I love this nuance. I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? Um, It could be emergent because for sometimes it's like, we think emergency is like heart attack and someone having like open heart surgery. It's like, it could be after a heart attack and it's like in a couple of days. So it's like, it could be considered emergent because there are some surgeries that get postponed and scheduled out for months ahead. I just... There's something really weird about someone who literally started off with, she gives me everything. And now she told me no. And it's like, oh my God, I could like, how dare you tell me no? When it's seemingly you're saying she always tells you yes. Okay. So saying, I, I'm sitting here like, I could literally go either way. I have never felt this way about any, am I the asshole? I'm sitting here like, so because I work at a... Mm. So on the one hand, let's let's yeah. let's back it up. Mm-hmm. I think I understand the wife as far as it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
I've been in here with you, taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And this was the one time I was supposed to leave the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think there's definitely a hint of that with it. Um, also, too, she probably has not seen her friend in a long, long, long time because of the pandemic. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think they're both worn out with each other. Mm-hmm. I think the wife is tired and needs a break. And I think he needs to stop being so goddamn demanding. But at the same time, and mm-hmm. I only say that because mm-hmm. being a caregiver to men is not easy. Because mm-hmm. you get one or two, either they don't listen to nothing or you just, or Jesus just isn't good enough. It's one or two with them. It's one or two. Either you just sit there yeah. like, you, you need to sit down. Stop. I'm going to do what I want because I'm mad. Or, <laughs> can you leave? And, and he'll, and like, oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the husband also too, and I hate to say it, but he may be annoying and aggravating. He might be. I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm not married too. Because like mm-hmm. I, look, I totally would have ended up in divorce court. Like that's just me. <laughs> mm. Mm. I mean, on the one hand, well, I don't know. See, I'm thinking about my mama. My daddy mm. would not be having no type of surgery, and she won't there. She would absolutely tell him hoes later. But that was my mama. You know, she didn't give a shit about nobody but her husband. But that was, you know, that was her thing. I think with these two, um, it's just one of those situations. If he can't call someone to sit with him when he wakes up, like maybe a sister or a mother or somebody, um, he can wait the 24 hours for her to finish with the wedding and come back and, and sit with him afterward. But I think wifey needs to break. <laughs> I think she needs a break. Like, mm. I, yeah. And also too, you know, we only have his side of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. She it sounds like she really needs a break. That's what it sounds like. So, and that's the thing too, because not everyone is cut out to be a caregiver and mm-hmm. she you know, might be hitting her point where she's like, this is not what I signed up for, even though she did say in sickness that it helped. But I mean, like if she won't watch somebody else make the same vow, maybe she's running to her friend's wedding to tell her don't do that shit. I don't know. I don't know. So I really am wrestling with this and not because same. I don't want to give anybody the title because it's like the thing about it is, is like, Nobody wins when the family feuds. You're not saying what kind of person this is. And the fact that apparently the best friend had moved the date and she had to do so at the last minute is the other issue. Right. So it's not like um, she, she been knew about this date. It got pushed. It was apparently supposed to be on the 18th. Right, right. And she, her friend informed us about it on short notice. And I'm pretty sure... It's because she found out on short notice. Because that's what people are starting to notice. 
that um, a lot of people keep moving weddings and events and they have to move to different venues and sometimes because one sometimes venues get double booked and they have to let you know hey hi we have to move your venue we have to move yeah. thing and we have to move it to a different date or people lose loved ones people it's a lot going on and so i think the fact that he's like well i don't have to be flexible because i am the one getting surgery is super super odd to me as someone who has um, had, I literally had to get my gallbladder removed. Mm. I the thing about it is, is that I told because I think my um, mother came with me. I told my mother when the date was. If for some reason she couldn't come the date, I wouldn't not call back and say, "Can I choose a different day?" Because <laughs> what it was just like. Because what if she said, oh, Stephanie, I can't be, mind you, it wouldn't be like work. If she literally could not be there, literally, she would have took the day off. So that's not even it. <laughs> like if she had to like change her whole schedule around, she would. But on the off chance that she couldn't, I would have looked for a different day. So he is saying it like this is emergent for him and she should just change. And it's like, but she literally has been at your beck and call, which seems like a very long time with whatever issue you're having a respiratory condition. Mind you, I had gallstones. And at this point, they don't even tell you to pass gallstones. They literally like just take the sucker right on out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, call here and make, make the appointment. And to a certain extent, that was not elective surgery. That technically fell under emergent <laughs> Cause they're like, this could happen again. And y'all don't want the pain of a gallstone. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. So that was technically considered emergent. That wasn't an elective. It's like, it's not like, oh, you don't have to do this. No, I would suggest you do this because the gallstones are not going to get, you could get gallstones. They're coming back. So it's like. What emergent condition is developing in his lung? Right. That you have been dealing with this for months and you finally got a date i I could see if it was like you finally got a date because you know for neuro for neurosurgeries they do those months in advance that the, unless they're literally it's like you had a stroke and then they have to do something but other than that like if you're like someone that has like been battling with certain kind of pain they schedule those months ahead so i have to say you are the asshole sir because it's not that you're not not to prioritize your health, but literally talking to the person who's been at your beck and call by your side for months. The minute she said no, and it's like, you got to reconsider your whole marriage. Exactly. You don't know the stuff. She's been giving you everything. You don't know what other stuff she just canceled because of you. This is different. This is her best friend. This is different. This, this is, not is her line hour. in the sand. Correct. And it shouldn't. I'm like, why is this a lot? This is not, oh my God, um, I want to go to this per- birthday party. This is her best friend's wedding, a day that literally is not going to come around again. And literally, all she's doing is this. And I have a feeling from what it sounds like, homegirl was going to go up, it's eight hours away, fly up and fly to right the fuck on back. Sir, you're if you are having a lung surgery, you are going to be. This is not unless you're saying it's same day surgery, which I highly doubt it is. If you're talking about a lung surgery, 
what it is like i'm not going to go through the list of looking for same day lung surgeries <laughs> however literally saying oh my god why would you pass me off to somebody else somebody else that cares for you and apparently he is dodging people's questions like what kind of surgery is it why do y'all need to know that <clears throat> why are you not telling people hmm. you like you're coming here to anonymously complain about your wife but you <sighs> don't want to tell people hmm because one, the thing about it is if I had a husband and I had to have surgery and my husband had to go do something like his best friend was getting married, I'm sorry, I would have just called my mama. Like, I don't understand yeah. your issue. I would call my fucking brother. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, honestly, as the wife, I probably would have called his mom. Like, can you sit with him? Thank you. <laughs> that's the thing. She made the suggestion and she was like, how? It was like... Like <laughs> that was not what he wanted to hear. It's not right. what he wanted. He wanted her to be there. He wanted and her I, to be I, there. And that's why I was saying, like, this is her line in the sand. Right. It's kind of like, I, what if she really has something else to do? She can't always be there. And that's just weird. So uh, <laughs> I'm just in here like, are y'all being so let me let me preface this? It seems like. Mm-hmm. And you can help me if I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm, if I feel like men really believe, like they get a certain age, they are, they really believe they're entitled and believe they're mm-hmm. going to get a woman who's going to do X, Y, Z. It's the entitlement for me. And, but at the same time, um, are socialized to not want any of that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm or tired. not provide any of that shit. This is like, exactly. what are you talking about? I'm sorry, I would have called my mama so quick and she'd have been there. It's like, okay. But also, even if he was there, my mama would still be there. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't have any family. You, It's like, she said friend, which also is like, that's a red flag that you're not even talking about his family. What mother or father is not coming when their, when their child is having emergent lungs? You know what? Now I'm getting mad. You're the asshole, sir, because you're making me mad. I honestly, I think it's more to their relationship Mm -hmm. and it's just more to the story. I'm still hesitant. I'm going to reserve judgment and say that no one is the asshole in this situation until we know more about why the wife feels the way that she does. I know that. Well, you know what? I hope she go to the damn wedding. Fuck him. I'm sorry. See, now I'm getting mad. Okay, y'all. That was a nuanced one. I was just sitting here like, I gotta think about this. I gotta think about this. Like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. I'm hmm. sorry. Maybe it's just maybe it's just my mama. My mama wouldn't. Doesn't matter if I have a husband. She'd hmm. have been there. I have a daddy. Doesn't matter if I have a husband. Yeah, he'd be there too. It's like you. You're big. Okay. All right. Let's go low key. Cause no, no. Uh, no sir yes you're the asshole okay so for everybody who is watching and enjoying black lady sketch show season two it is renewed for a third season very excited i it's very interesting because i literally keep forgetting comes on at friday night and i'm like Mm -hmm. what the you gotta watch it either 
I, and I noticed lately mm-hmm. I've been up on the late night on Friday and mm-hmm. I'll watch it mm-hmm. or I'll watch it on Saturday but I, I love my DVR because it reminds me and it's like every week I'm like oh oh shoot I didn't watch mm-hmm. love it is really it's this it's season so good is actually really is good. good it's mm-hmm. better than the first the first season was funny mm-hmm. the first season honestly was good and it was just like wow they're doing black lady shit mm-hmm. this season they hit their stride and they just nailed it did it. i like it i really do i was like i like it i like that they changed the song i'm like i hope y'all do enough a, a black female rapper every season because when they first started with meg i was like okay and i'm like okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I'm, i think this one is chameleon i think chameleon. so chameleon yeah i gotta look oh god why am i so bad at not know at knowing things because i was like this song sounds familiar but y'all know i don't do the hippity hops so you know i'm like the bad part about i only knew it was meg because i knew her voice yeah yeah so it's like huh <laughs> Sketch so season two thing. Okay, hold on. It's gonna tell me. Mm. Oh my god, really? Why can't you tell me what it is? Why do I have to figure it out? Boy. I sound Boy. so stupid. I'm so silly. Girl, I'm so I thought I'd be feeling sometimes. Why? Hey, girl. It's like, <laughs> why? why do I have to figure out what the theme song is? God. Hold on. I, I really am doing this because now I'm literally involved. Okay, so while I'm looking this up, can I just say I, them saying a season three means that Quinta B might be back because of, um she had like a, scheduling conflict so that's why she's not on this season um so there's that but i was just like dang it but also i kind of like that robert townsend's daughter is on here up mm. oh, fine ass by chameleon okay thank yeah. you yeah i follow her on ig she oh, is yeah, she's hilarious. And um, I like that. Just twerk for me. And darling, darling, twerk. Hey, hey. For me. Hey, hey. I love that song. Oh my God. <laughs> we are fools. But yes, yeah, season three, we are we're getting it. I'm very excited. Cause I really love the show. I love how blackly black, black, black it is. I like how so black woman it is. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I really truly do and anyway we can include a marion in a sketch and make that shit funny and he, literally the a sketch where y'all make a fun of the fact that black women get excited to see other black women in corporate spaces i'm like y'all have no idea how good that makes me feel like y'all have no idea what it's like to be a black woman in corporate You're like oh my god i see black people hey girl you see black women hey girl rocking her natural hair hey girl <laughs> yeah that's me that's me all day Oh, but you know what? I realized I was the one. I'm the friend who um, I was just hyping everybody up too much. <laughs> Remember that skit where she, they were just like, girl, like, My you hype me up. It's like, so- <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, yes, come through, come. Like, honey, my it girl's like, horrible. what are you <laughs> doing? It's like, um... <laughs> like what you doing what you doing where you at where we going see i am that person okay what person i am not is um 
the newest baby mama for Nick Cannon. So allegedly, um, Nick Cannon is um, um, literally future with a turby twist is father. Future with turban. <laughs> he is future with a turban, and I agree. Hashtag. I, I'm like, I gotta say turby twist because I'm like, I don't know if turban is offensive. I don't want to be offensive. Turby twist oh, is not. So though. we say turban, we talk about like your grandmother turban. Turban. Ooh! Oh, you know what? The Florida Evans turban. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Florida. All right, Flojo. Um, he is going to be allegedly. He's going to be a father for the seventh time, and this time the 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 beautiful lady is a. Wilding out model by the name of Alyssa Scott. She has announced that she was expecting, and apparently she implied that um, Nick Cannon is the father. <sighs> so sh- the caption said Zen S. Cannon. And of course, everybody knows Can- Nick Cannon's last name is Cannon. So she didn't necessarily say no. But apparently, Abby De La Rosa is having twin boys. She confirmed in April. Mm. So, you know, sidebar. I was in a clubhouse room where people were talking about a baby or a threesome will not keep you. And there was a conversation about how women need to pick better mm-hmm. um. Um, because men are um, up front. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you can't make him be a good parent. Um, so while Ooh. I hear you, madam, what I will say is y'all are operating, y'all are under this impression that niggas is honest. Uh-huh. We're under this, and we're using this the honor system <laughs> in dating when niggas really just boom put their dicks. They want to get their dicks wet. I literally need to understand if that's what you're saying, that men are honest, which men? Mm. You, like, Because one, it's really wild to me when you have men honest, they don't want no kids. They don't want no babies. Um, is there a reason why you're not putting no condoms on? I don't like them. Then apparently you do want children. I'm very confused. I mean, I don't, yo, you know, are you going to get a vasectomy? Is that what you're saying? Because if you're like saying, oh, because I got a vasectomy, I'm like, oh, okay, then you don't want um, a baby. But also, so there are these things called STDs. And so you can't be just, <laughs> y'all can't be fucking wrong with those out there either. Let me tell you something. Folks. You think that shit's stopping these niggas? Girl. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, well, let's leave the babies out. Let's talk about the STIs. We talk about those can we we're not like we graduated from d to i so it's stis now folks it's like we are we talking about it because i feel like we not no no okay all right sorry so happy um you know congrats allegedly i'm gonna keep saying allegedly because i have no i don't think he has confirmed anything so i'm saying alleged i'm just gonna keep saying alleged because it sounds funny when i say it because that's literally the fourth baby in six months. Wow. And I'm like, nope, I was going to say something and I've decided to keep it against it. Because you know what that is? Growth. Okay. I am not saying a daggone thing. Okay. Remember when Nick Cannon was just trying to like buy Nickelodeon because it made sense because his name is Nick. 
Yeah, so guess we're not doing it anymore. Um, so very random, funny thought that just randomly came to me. So today on Nick Cannon's story, he did hashtag Nick Cannon Radio. Mm. New music. <clears throat> Moneybag Yo. And at future. Bye, girl. Good night. You know <sighs> what? Can't do Money it. You know what? Bag. It's been and future. Apparently, Moneybag Yo and Future got a song. And Nick Cannon's like, oh, look, new music. Oh, what do y'all all have in prep? You know what? Mm-mm. Okay. Let, what y'all got in common? Oh. I don't like keeping your dicks out of people. And when it's in people, you don't want to put it, protect it from shooting. up. You like shooting up the club. How about you shoot up this um, latex? How about you? So- I think this is where we're going. Niggas <sighs> want to have a bevy of women that they can run from house to house and fuck. And this is just like the thing for them to do. Um, also, too, Nick Cannon raggedy for this because he got an autoimmune disease. So he's got bad sperm off top. And I'm mad. Sorry if that was ableist. If that was able to apologize, but I just don't feel like he's got good sperm. Um, uh, apparently he does because this is the fourth baby in six in six months. So apparently I, mean, yeah, I didn't say he sperm. had no. I didn't say he had dead sperm. I just said he don't got good sperm. I don't know if he doesn't have good sperm. I don't think he's got good sperm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it we right there. Yeah, no, we're not because I'm not this. having any more kids, so I can go there, but I'm not gonna do that because. <laughs> but no, like, I, don't no I don't think he got good sperm. I don't think he got good sperm. I'm gonna say it. Well, he I got ho- it. it. Well, because it's Hotepi sperm. So you know, I mean, and well, you know who else don't got good sperm? Who? Ti. He don't got good sperm. <laughs> I'm saying it now. You know who got good sperm? Russell Wilson. He got good sperm. Girl. That's some good sperm. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. He got good sperm, and he looked like he a freaky. Freaky freak. I love freaky Listen. horny husband Wilson. I love freaky mm. horny husband. His 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 voice went down five octaves since he been married to Sierra. And he always Listen. like you turn like you better turn that camera off because I'm about to I'm about to give you the dickening of your life. It's like the going on here. It's like I stand a nigga who loves to, to fuck his woman. And let me tell you something. And that's the thing. I need enthusiastic dick like i need enthusiasm like I, this is the dick i always want to be inside you stop talking mm-hmm. say less get more mm-hmm. dick that's how this is going i need enthusiastic <laughs> dick enthusiastic. Like, I, I could walk across the room but that motherfucker said you trying to get this dick that's mm-hmm. it right just breathe in his direction okay dick time dick o'clock all right let's go get on upstairs nanny stay down here we go upstairs <laughs> Yeah. Nanny, stay down here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're fools. Oh my god. They tell you, but no, he can make all the babies he wants. I don't gotta take care. Nan not a baby. And I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. Mm. Good luck to him. Good but luck. that's too goddamn much. That nigga don't live on no farm. You don't need that many motherfucking kids. I don't give a fuck who it you was are. just like, sir. Mm. If you don't live on a farm, why you got that many goddamn kids? And you know Mariah's sitting around going like. Mm, I have these two babies that I wanted. Also, 
I successfully sued and sued someone for wasting my time. Listen, Raya no, is an icon, a legend. I stand. I stand. got to keep her yeah. her engagement ring. Ain't got to keep her engagement ring. It's like, and I'm gonna sue you for wasting my time. It's like, mm-hmm. I, like she it costs bitch. this much. Mariah Carey makes at least $200,000 an hour. So, yeah. Hello. I was like, imagine being Mariah Carey and still getting $10 million out of his ass. It's like, I love it. Okay. Last story in low key. So, there was a a tweet floating around, you know, I'm sorry, fluttering around Twitter. So, some ashy dude who probably has, you know, white, crusty hands named Bert O. Carter was at a, see, this is the thing. He doesn't tell anybody. He was at an airport. He snapped a picture of people getting, so when you're at the airport, folks, they're still doing this. Essentially, you have to like put your shoes on a conveyor belt. You have to put a lot of stuff. So Uh literally trying to get all your shoes and socks off is just like ridiculous. Also, depending on how long the flight is, you might fall asleep. And one thing you don't do after getting your hair freshly done, crochet braids, install a wig, you don't want one side being flat. So you wrap Mm. up said hair, okay? Because Mm -hmm. you're getting on the fucking plane, okay? Mm -hmm. He decided to use his dusty fingers to snap picture of women getting their stuff off the conveyor belt after they've gone through security at the airport. I have to add all this in because he literally left like, all that out. As they're bending out. over to put their shoes back on and like getting their stuff out of the like the little plastic tents. I said, what the hell? Him, ladies, weird. y'all gotta stop this shit. I'm fed up, exclamation point. These bonnet... What? I'm reading exactly how it says too, because he deserves exactly. These bonnet gotta go. A whole flock of, um, I couldn't even get them all face palm emoji. Now, several Mind your motherfucking business. I really wish, and the person who tweeted this out, homegirl went viral because she said, wish y'all would leave black women alone. And Mm -hmm. I cannot stress this more. So I'm going to keep saying this. I really want y'all, and I need you to hear me when I say it. I need you to go to eternal hell. I need y'all to go to hell. I need y'all to mind your business. Why are you doing this? And I keep saying the reason that non-Black people love to do these ghetto stereotypes, quote unquote ghetto, they love to shit on Black women is because Black men do it and i'm sick of it and y'all y'all literally a lot of a lot of our faves made a living a cash cow a nice little coint making fun of black women so who am i talking about y'all might say you might be i would be talking about a shenane aka jamie fox i would be talking about a martin I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Shanene's Martin. I'm sorry. Well, I was Wanda. thinking Wanda and said Shanene. So I'm let me hear this again. That's why I'm here. I'm here Wanda, aka Jamie Foxx. Shanene, Martin Lawrence. Um, literally two characters from the clumps. Eddie Murphy, Tyler Perry, Medea. 
Oh, also Eddie Murphy. Um, I don't know her name because I've never seen the movie. So from the movie Norbit, Ricky Smiley. Um, let me see. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Let's see, Eddie Murphy. Not Kevin Hart, because well, he's too phobic. Um, Jamie <laughs> Fox. Um, yeah, I could keep. Yeah. So y'all love to like put the stereotypes. Y'all make fun of black women. You do this. Y'all take pictures of black women. Like, see what y'all doing? Y'all, why y'all got your bonnets on? I'm getting on a fucking plane. Also, bro, like, let me tell you something. My hair is not ready for debut, bitch. Uh-huh. And it's none of your goddamn business what's underneath my bonnet. Fully fucking understand. I am baking goodness under this bitch. And it ain't for you. Mm-hmm. It ain't oh, for you. And then, and then, and then we let y'all wear y'all do rags in peace. Um, so can I get to that too? Because okay, I'm ready. Sorry. So no, no, you're not. You're you're da- you're driving down the right street. So you know how restaurants have attire. They have um requirements for attire. Clubs have retirement for uh, attire. No baggy pants. No long t-shirt. No do rags. No athletic caps. I'm oh. sorry. Is that directed towards us? Is that directed towards y'all? And what happens? We get right behind y'all as and say that shit ain't right. Wait. But y'all think it's prob it's fine to shit on black women, but it's like, okay, so then the next time you get mad because somebody in a restaurant throw you out because you got on your your Tim's, your baggy oh. jeans, and your thug appeal, your Jordans. Us, your Jordans. Don't be like, oh no, that's not right. It shouldn't matter what I wear. <clears throat> exactly. But yet y'all always in women business. Y'all always there. Like y'all should be dressing like this. Sir, take your do-rag off. Oh no, no. Eh, eh. Take your take your athletic cap off. Hmm. Put put the off. pants on your ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shut the hell up. Y'all can go to hell. Okay. Yeah, my brain is like because I'm like, dang, I was thinking Wanda and Sanchanana. I can't believe me. That's so- <laughs> I was here. I caught it. I'm like, wait. I'm like, thank you for saying. I was like, I didn't say Wanda. I thought Wanda. That's the show title. I thought Wanda. I thought Wanda. You're doing amazing, friend. You're doing amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that basically us saying like leave black women alone. I implore you to literally mind the business that pays you. Please, on Please. everything, like everything. Go, like y'all need to go to hell. Like, are y'all serious? It's like, I'm sorry, you're not literally doing what you're supposed to do, which is getting your shit together so you can get on a fucking plane. Wow. Like, Why y'all wearing a bonnet on in the airport while I'm getting on a plane? I don't just like got it. off a plane after sitting on a plane for God knows how many hours. What is yeah? So mid key, bye, you dusty bird, dusty bird ass. So, <laughs> Sorry. A for I cannot believe we're still talking about COVID, but a father of five dies from COVID 19 after refusing to get the vaccine. This is from Lincoln Park, Michigan. This man who seemed like a lovely man. He had five children, he was married, um, and he passed away from um, COVID complications. 
his wife said he never he said he never wanted his children to go through what he went through in life he wanted his kids to have the best of everything his wife said, oh her last name is pretty her name is holly oh my gosh yeah. so antoine rivers was a doting fa- father of five who had it tough growing up in foster care facing years of abuse and neglect his wife holly says he overcame his obstacles became a success becoming a success in school and in his career, earning the position of manager at Precision Vehicle Logistics in Wayne. He went to work every day, even on the weekends, on vacation, he worked. Which is why everyone was shocked when he called in sick in April. That was when Antoine and Holly learned they tested positive for COVID-19. I know know that it was like a week into us having COVID, he started feeling worse and I started feeling better. The 39-year-old who had no underlying conditions felt so sick, Holly rushed him to the hospital. That would be the last conversation she would have with the love of her life. Doctors eventually put Antoine on a ventilator, but Holly said every organ in her husband's body except his liver began to shut down. On May 13th, Antoine lost his month-long battle to COVID. Hard, but it is it is even harder for our children, Holly said. Our oldest, she is 13, and she is sadder for the younger two because they are three and one. And she's sadder that they won't have the memories that other children will have. Holly said both took COVID seriously, wearing a mask and social distancing, but didn't feel comfortable getting the vaccine. It is this, it is a decision Holly now regrets. It was funny because two weeks prior to this happening, we were talking about it more saying maybe we should get vaccinated. And now it's like a big loss for everybody. They asked, if you could do it over again, would you have gotten vaccinated? Yes, no question. And now Holly is encouraging others to do the same. She never imagined she would be raising her young family alone. Most of all, it feels like a dream and hasn't hit me yet. On Saturday, family and friends will say goodbye to Antoine, but their journey is far from over. So this is just hard. That's sad. It seemed like he was just a good guy. And he's like, yeah. And he wanted things, um, he wanted things different. Cause that's the thing. A lot of people don't talk about when you're, when your parents, a lot of parents say the same thing. I don't, I want things better for my children than they were for me. No one says I don't want worse for my child. Than I some parents do, but we going to get into that later. That's, I know. mean, you know I mean? Like, some parents will say, shit. yeah, I struggle. So you can struggle and ain't nobody yeah. do that to me. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah some of the happen. better parents are like, I want to do these things so my children don't have to go through this. Right. Don't nobody want their kids to get out of the mud, pick it out of the garden, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sharing this story not because I'm not trying to guilt anybody getting the vaccine. I'm someone who's vaccinated. Cook, are you vaccinated as well? Uh huh. I ain't telling yeah. nobody though. Oh, okay. I can cut. I, no, I'm not cut this out. No. Look, um, but no, so I just started going out and I'm gonna go back in. Sorry. See, that's the thing. It's like I have no see. Yeah, I'll figure this out. But um the thing about it is getting when we talk about vaccinations and we talk about black people and we talk about the medical field, that is literally its own animal because there's a lot of reasons why black people are distrustful of the medical field mm-hmm. and just saying just do it is really not going to help when you don't want to <laughs> diagnose the problem mm-hmm. why do you think that mm-hmm. i mean this is how you can get misinformation 
because of people saying and the Tuskegee experiment it's like so that's that the, the Tuskegee experiment has nothing to do with vaccinations so stop that <laughs> however the Tuskegee experiment is still really bad it's like that's the thing we still have a Henrietta Lacks we still have a lot of instances of our family members either being treated poorly in the hospital or not treated at all. So it's like, there's a reason. So I understand why people um, are hesitant about mm -hmm. the vaccine. Uh, no problem whatsoever. Um, I need everybody to be careful. Right. So the thing about it is, is like, I can see if um, they weren't getting vaccinated and being reckless, because that was the other thing. That's why I wanted to read the story, because they weren't being reckless. They just were like, I don't know if I want to get vaccinated. So the thing about it is, it's like, here's a story of a good person, a good, seemingly a good person, a good father, a good husband, a good provider someone who was not being reckless and this still happened because mm -hmm. <laughs> one they're saying he didn't have any underlying issues because that's the other thing all oh, if you have an underlying issue is it'll be an issue for you and it's like not necessarily because mm. if this man seemingly was a picture of health that is how pervasive COVID is there have been a lot of very seemingly healthy people succumbing so, to covid so it's like it, the other part are the side effects that aren't very widely uh publicized correct like swollen tongue syndrome mm. covid toes where the skin yeah. on your toes fall off right or constant pain see i've never heard of the covid toes now i'm like yeah i'm not yeah deliver my food deliver me happy hour i'm not going out I'm like, no, because people are like, I'm vaccinated. I ain't got to wear no mask. That's not what the fuck this means. Are you kidding me? No. Please leave me alone. And that would be my luck that I don't die, but my tongue swells. And uh. right. the thing about this, I don't want anybody like this. I don't. It's just, y'all, it's like you kind of go, I understand why. I understand why there is a issue or like a hesitance. Let me say that. Apprehension, hesitance. I think that's yeah. Too, where we're saying I can understand the I can understand that. Baby, you still got to do it. There's a lot of people who do not like getting a flu shot every year, but they have to because it is required. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. when you hear people talk about vaccination, like we didn't have to do this when we were kids, you do realize you had to get all of your shots before you could come to school. Right. Like, oh, shots? I'm like, yeah, shots, immunizations, vaccine. Yeah, that's the same thing. Please stop doing this. Oh, God. It was like, you, no, this is not different. You literally had to <laughs> get shots. And also, for fun, if the shots didn't take, you would have to get new ones. And, and yeah, you mm. don't want um, chicken pox as an adult. That is called shingles. And my God, nobody oh. wants that. It is painful. I hear. It is like painful. 
I used to be a nursing assistant. I have stories. I can't share them here. Hello. Can't do it. Um, so definitely love to that family. Um, yeah. I know it's kind of like, cause one, they weren't being reckless. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's the thing. This, this pandemic does not care if you're being reckless or not. You're like, I'm doing everything right. Yeah. That, that rec- yeah. But it's not even just about you not being reckless. The people you're out with being reckless. Mm. You can be around people. It's like, there's a lot of people, excuse, excuse me. People found out in this pandemic, people didn't wash their hands if they went to the bathroom. They don't wash their legs. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? Why are we having an issue with putting soap on our hands? Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> you do realize people found out that's how you don't spread diseases because of hand wash. Does Google not work in your world? Like, what is going on? I don't understand. I was like, I don't understand. I was like, um, what is going on? I just know that I'm, I've been inside. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to stay inside. Um, if I do travel outside, it's going to be for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that the racism feels a little thick outside. Doesn't it, though? It feels a little thick outside because I went to brunch and I'm really oh no i think white people forgot that black people existed yeah and it's like oh my god what are these darkies doing out here the fuck do you mean but yeah but let y'all tell it y'all and they're the ones outside with no masks on for real like i don't even understand dog i don't even understand but yeah but definitely love to that family um, I put this in mid key and shout out to Kendrick from Housewives and me and you, shout Housewives at Marvel too, because he said oh. I've seen this and he said, is it low key or is it mid key? Oh, it's definitely mid key. So <laughs> the Billboard oh, Awards happened over the weekend, you guys. Um, oh yes. So we had it. It was aired. The the sexy sexy Jonas hosted. The sexy Jonas brother. The sexy Jonas. His name is Sexy Jonas. What's his name? Sexy. I don't know. Not the mm. one that's married to the Game of Thrones lady. Um, yeah, so mm. sexy Jonas hosted. And <clears throat> Kanye West mm. won two out of three Billboard Awards for gospel. He won two out of three Billboard Awards for gospel. Mm. Not the God I serve. Well, go ahead. He the thing apparently <laughs> apparently and i missed this because it was like it's probably because i have muted him on twitter mm. i kind of followed him i i have blocked his ass on twitter but i feel like if i had to mute him because i blocked his account but i think i had to mute his ass as well 
So apparently he was 2020's top gospel artist. 20, Blasphemy. What the entire hell is going? That's it. Is he the antichrist? I need yes. to understand. I need to understand. So <sighs> he was top gospel artist. And this is who he was in the category with. I'm going to say this so slowly because I want to fight. <clears throat> Kirk Franklin, Tasha mm. Cobbs Leonard, Maverick mm. City Music, and, Cor and Corinne Hawthorne. Mm. And this went to Kanye West. I know Kirk Franklin was backstage cussing. You know he was. Mm -hmm. Like, what the absolute fuck? So, he won for Top Gospel Artist. Um, he was nominated also for Top... I'm sorry, no, he wasn't. He wasn't nominated for Top Gospel Album. Sorry. Um, so, they in Billboard, they have Top Artist, Top Album, Top Song. He was not nominated for Top Gospel Album. But he won Top Gospel Song for Wash Us in the Blood, featuring Travis Scott. <laughs> in this category, <laughs> Corinne Hawthorne speaks to me. Marvin Sapp, thank you for it all. Mm. Ty Tribbett, we gonna be all right. Mm. Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music, moving on. I want to fight. Girl, everybody fight. This everybody. is why this is like I have other stuff for high key. That's why it's not high key. It's mid key for a lot of things. As somebody, we are old enough to remember when folks told Kirk Franklin he was too secular and that he wasn't real, quote unquote, gospel. Mm-hmm. And to watch so many people hmm. be so receptive and accept a Kanye West into gospel, flocking <laughs> to see him so y'all can eat half a piece of toast and a dry <laughs> egg at a brunch, quote unquote. Y'all better go to the secular brunches because mm, ain't no Jesus in that. Jesus. Y'all actually there. saying. It's okay because the, the choir is amazing. Please let me know any recording choir that is not. I will wait. You will never find one of a recording choir. Mm. The fact that it's like, I cannot even imagine. It's like you are literally flocking to see someone who don't give a shit about black people. Who told, who literally tried, who had manic episodes, but because he made Jesus walk, it's like, oh, okay, it's fine. Because he made graduation, oh, it's fine. Because he made late registration, which, by the way, is my favorite Kanye West album. Um, <laughs> it's fine because he got the beats. He made the beats. He made the beats for everybody. If you look at it, oh my God, look, he made the music. I don't give a fucking shit about anybody who don't give a fuck about black people. And that's on period. 
And the fact that y'all gave him a gospel billboard award, and it's like, y'all, it's a billboard award. That's not the point. Why are you awarding anything from this man? I don't want to hear about the artists that had, I don't want to hear about the musicians, the musicianship surrounding him. We are not talking about that because those immaculate musicians and those immaculate voices could be immaculately working somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking said it. Well, are they top tier? Pretty sure they are. That has nothing to do with it. Not I'm a just, thing, not a disgusted. thing, not a motherfucking thing. I am disgusted. I am Erica. I am disgusted. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's like, oh, this is a big deal. No, the fuck it's not. Especially, I mean, this went on for years with Kirk Franklin. He too secular. How you bringing rap in here? Then all of a sudden you had gospel rap and that was super weird. I'm like, but y'all told Kirk Franklin he, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, just, you know. I know, fuck me, right? You know, whoo, fuck me. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm just like, I just, he was quote unquote too radical. He had, he brought over secular beats. He brought secular sound. He brought rappers. I mean, they were mad. It was salt of salt and pepper of all people. And they were still like, what the fuck is she doing here? So this mm-hmm. is a gospel song, y'all. Stop the cussing. Stop the cussing, okay? This is the gospel song. But yeah, it was very much like, what is she doing here? Mm. it's like uh yeah so to watch literally a man who y'all are claiming he's like he's so christian how do you know that show me his works i'll wait and i know i sound very judgmental i am judgmental about this i don't think he's a like I, I'm this just, is not very ultralight beam of billboard. It is not. It's like, this is gross. It's gross in a way that I can't even describe. Disgusting. Which one of you took a shite and left it in the toilet? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> oh, Lord. I just, mm. and <laughs> we ain't going to reenact that and clip wing. every now and then. Oh, <laughs> my God. So. <laughs> yeah oh god so if you take a shot switch in the fucking toilet i still remember as a ra i had to break up a fight between two of my residents because one of them literally kept not flushing the toilet that nigga was going to oh. beat that other boy's ass Oh, my this Lord. nice, sweet little like it was too black. Like child, homeboy kept not flushing the toilet. He was going to kick his ass. And that oh. is I be trying to get into Nina now. Like, girl, you got to get in the habit of taking your dishes out your room and cleaning up behind yourself and developing good bathroom habits because mm-hmm. you don't want to be the dirty kid in the dorm. Nobody wants to be the nasty kid. Everybody you know what it is. Because I mean, you don't understand this didn't just happen in their thing, in their um, suite. They were yelling in the middle of the damn floor. So everybody knew that about him. And I'm oh, like, you don't God took damn. That shit. Ain't even going Like it happens, but boo, you have to flush. Courtesy flush girl and it's like if you don't if like i don't know if i did it just flush it anyway god damn it just do it okay mm-hmm. just do it just flush it anyway just do it yeah okay. yeah i'll be at work not caring though because fuck them people 
Bye, when girl. I did go into the office, like I'm still- <laughs> no, I kind of see flash at work. I'm not that bad. <laughs> girl bye okay y'all we are rounding the rounding the bend this is high key this is the only thing in high key y'all know good and hell well what the fuck we talking about now i feel like i need to have a um you know what no i'll decide this so if y'all have not been on the internet at all for some reason because sometimes people are like i need to take a break so i do not watch the shooty hoops I only know about people who play the shooty hoops Sorry. if they are <laughs> y'all see that's the thing between Cook and Span and Jay and Ricky they all laugh at me because I'm like the shooty hoops they're like yeah so now it's like I'm like who's that oh you know Ricky does it all the time he'll be like yeah it's you know he plays the shooty hoops I'm like oh oh okay he plays the shooty hoops like, okay so I don't do the shooty hoops and I don't do the hoops but <laughs> I, I, I am fully invested into my that part of my auntiness where I'm like, look, oh. I don't do. I say the in front of place. I am going to the Walmart. They're like, why are you saying the? I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay, I'm leaning. I'm leaning all the way in, folks. All the way in. Oh, that is auntie behavior. I love it. I saying. had to really go over this with her. <laughs> but it was like, funny. Who the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know who this is. So if y'all have not been. They've been under a rock for some odd reason. So, <laughs> Kwame Brown, he does not play the shooty hoops anymore. Apparently, he hasn't played for about 12 years, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he had a 12-year career. Maybe that's it. It's something like that, a 10-year career. But so yeah, he had, he's... like, a 12-year career. He is, like, he, I believe he's 39. That's not bad. Which I'm like, no, that's a, I think it's a good He's a good piece of chocolate, though. He's a good piece of chocolate. He is. It's like, he looks like he has, he drinks water at least three times a day. It looks like, you know, he doesn't get all the 64 ounces, but it seems like he does get a lot of the water because he looks, his skin looks impeccable. So maybe he does drink a lot. Um, Maybe he does drink a lot of the water. There's a, so apparently he has had a YouTube channel for quite some time called Kwame Brown Bust on the YouTube. Um, So I had no idea who this person was. The only thing I knew is that apparently those two dudes who do the podcast called All Up in the Smoke, All the Smoke, All Up in the Smoke. What? Yeah. Um, Fuck that show, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, girl. The thing about it is, it's like, I don't listen. Apparently it's also, it's YouTube. Um, I think it was supposed to be on Showtime, but it also is essentially it is a podcast. Mm. So yeah, so this started because <laughs> they decided it is hosted by Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Okay, so this is how I know about people who do the shooty hoops. It's their um, proximity to pop culture and stuff that I watch. So I watch Basketball Wives. I watch a lot of reality shows. So some of their ladies. Or women, they act like ain't their ladies, but literally they shoot at their club like four times a week are on the shows. And they're like, oh, I know who that is. So Mm -hmm. I knew who Matt Barnes was. At the time, I didn't know who Steven Jackson was. And then it's like, I got the reminder because his ex also was on The Basketball Wives. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's who she's talking about. Because it wasn't like he was on the show. Matt Barnes, I think maybe appeared once or twice at the most. Um, 
Steven Jackson did not. He was just talked about. And it was like, ugh. And then he, you know, we have all up in the smoke. He's friends with George Floyd. And everybody found out, found out where he was, who he was. Because honestly, him and George Floyd actually do look related. But I don't think they actually were related. Mm-hmm. But they look like yeah, they, they cousins. were Yeah, they were. Um, I think they were close friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of his foray into the activism um, mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, and it was just that I'm marching for George because he really did say shitty shit about um, Black Lives Matter as an organization, which was very like, that's very interesting. You said that after. No, never mind. Shut up, Stephanie. Um, wow. Yeah, so he is 39. He just turned 39. He is a year younger Ooh. than me. He, hold on. Let me, let me, let me this is going to help me decide. <sighs> gotta see something oh he is a pisces okay all right well i didn't even guess that is very i i, I want to guess big, pisces big big earth energy earth, earth. not fire because no yeah not, no, not no, a fire no. so i didn't think he was like no oh, he gave me taurus energy yeah i felt very yeah. taurusy from a lot of taurus not a bull. He's, I wonder if he's got some Taurus placement. I wonder if he has a. I did. Is this is rising on his moon. I think there's now mm. a Venus, and I'm like, oh, okay. Because the Pisces part, he is. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Interesting. It's like I, I did not because it said March. I'm like, wait a minute, Aries is towards the end of the month, so yeah, wait, wait, this, he's, he's the beginning of March. March, yep, he's March 10th. Hello, Wikipedia. Everything's on there. Interesting. Yeah, Kwame. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So here's the thing. Kwame Brown <laughs> was a very big deal, a very big get because he was drafted to the Washington Wizards under the team president Michael Jordan. All right. So enter this era and Mm -hmm. this is why it all kind of came home for me this is around the era where i pulled away from basketball and focused more of my attention into boxing oh okay oh okay Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. interesting yeah was it because of what happened with that or is it just like a general just in general honey by the time jordan got crossed up by iverson i was over it i couldn't take it alan iverson he has no closest to pop culture i've just seen his face and he's very fine yeah one time that happened i couldn't watch no more mm. i couldn't okay. watch anymore um but i remember jordan going to the wizards the being a being a, a dmv resident um it was we were all excited but he was he was on the way he was he was older he was on the way out and um it was not a good time and it's interesting <clears throat> Because um, at the time, like, I don't think I knew uh, what happened. Mm. All I know is they were just like, man, they did Jordan dirty. Like, Jordan got, you know, the shaft in in D.C. Mm. So apparently, uh, from what I'm understanding, from people who were involved or there or in the league and stuff, when they're Mm -hmm. talking about the whole Kwame situation, Mm He was Kwame was drafted number one because Jordan wanted to trade him for someone else on another team who would have been able to um, get him the shots he needed and you know the scoring. Oh. 
to be able to go to the playoffs and stuff as he transitioned to Washington. But uh, apparently the way Jordan's style for basketball was did not sit well with a Poland at the time. And he was mm. the owner of the Wizards. And so he just kind of like let Jordan know, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Mm. Like, you can get the fuck on. And I remember, because this was around the time Jordan was even trying to talk to, and I always tell this story. This is when Jordan was trying to get his own league. Mm. Like, Like if we get $100 million a contract and this, this, and that, we can pull our money and start our own league. And I mean, he Mm. did kind of talk that talk for like a second. A lot of people talk about him being a Republican and not saying anything about black about crime, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but you know, I have my own theory about that. But he, I do remember him saying that, and it was around that mm-hmm. time. That's my timeline for me. How I connect these dots. I remember that okay. old. Thing, okay, so yeah, so that is very helpful. So apparently, and like Cook said, he was drafted out of high school. So mm-hmm. how this came about is that Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, they have their podcast and they always have athletes on. So they had on Gilbert Arenas, who mm-hmm. spent four seasons with the Wizards with Kwame Brown. Mm-hmm. And during his time, I think Jeannie Buss was also there, which, okay. Um, he called, during the interview, he called him a show pony, a man child, um mm-hmm. and saying while rubbing in how he sees prim- primacy on the wizards in a final blow to Brown's confidence. Um wait, Gilbert Arenas sees Gilbert Arenas. Oh, so boy. he was laughing, Matt Barnes and of course Jackson were laughing, and I'm like, Steven Jackson, that is okay. <clears throat> So, here's the deal about Kwame Brown. He has a whole fucking YouTube page. And so, he made a video (laughs) about what he saw in All of the Smoke or did somebody sent him about All of the Smoke. He called, um, he has been calling um, Matt Barnes, Becky with the good hair. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> he um, called Stephen Jackson a fake gangster turned fake social justice warrior. He Ooh. called Barnes a tragic, a tragic mulatto. I yeah, Lord Jesus. He called Arenas and Uncle Tom who mm. perpetuated the bust narrative. So that's the thing. That's Kwame Brown's show. It's called Kwame Kwame Brown Bust. Mm-hmm. So they like the thing about it is because I don't watch basketball. I'm like I don't understand. So um, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So here's my thing. I really, 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 really. Okay. Fun fact about me: I'm not a Gilbert Arenas fan, not at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why he was even on that show talking that much shit about somebody in the first place. So that's because I was watching prime time when the Wizards finally made it to a playoff. We had Gilbert mm-hmm. Arenas and all the other niggas. I think might have been Larry. I forget. I forget. I could not call the boy Larry. I don't remember. I just see him in the club all the goddamn time. <laughs> That's what I remember. Every time I was in the club, they was in the club. 
That is I love I'm Washington. Right now. Every time you in the club, I'm in the club. I Washington team members were like Redskins. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Oh, they baby. was in the club. They was in the club. The Var Arrington used to love Breaking Cliff. They tell you what. And so I remember they were playing against Cleveland, and this is LeBron's rookie year. Oh. <laughs> Was it his rookie year or maybe his second year? Regardless, the playoffs, Wizards in Cleveland. Mm. Free throw line. Uh-oh. Fourth quarter. Oh, boy. Minute to go. Oh, Lord. Gilbert charges a five. He's at the free throw line. LeBron walks up to Gilbert, taps him on his shoulder, whispers in his ear, and walks away. And that nigga choked. That nigga choked. Yeah, but Arenas did? Yes. Oh, God. I watched it happen in prime time. And I was like, you know what? For that shit, ever since I saw that shit, that I never watched another Wizards game again. Wow. I gave up on the Wizards that night. I gave the fuck. I do not do Washington DCT. I do not. I give the Ravens some. If I get a Deadskins, anything. No, no, we're not going to do the Washington racial slurs. We're not doing that. And the Washington what the fucks are not going back to Super Bowl. So they change, they they figure out what they gonna call themselves. I said they're not going back. See, to this Bowl is why I don't know how they got down here. It's like I'm sorry, y'all, but it's fucked oh, up. When he literally <laughs> tried to actually, he mind you, Dan Smarter is the one who tried to convince people that nobody had an issue with the name. So when he said, you know, <laughs> and let's revisit and let's like <laughs> name is offensive, but Dan. <laughs> said nobody found this we did a poll and nobody found this essential um offenses i don't know what y'all talking about you so told you, the people in the parking lot at fedex like, yeah you mean the people that came to the games i'm like so you're not in gonna the apparel who literally every damn football season came with their boycott with their picket sign with their signs they used to go to meetings on congress trying to get this shit changed but you mm-hmm. let dan snotter say it. nobody had a problem who is nobody this is why i hate when people on twitter be like nobody is talking about this mm-hmm. what do you mean no mm-hmm. like sir just say you are too lazy to Google shit and go. Stop acting like because you are not saying about this and or you're too lazy to look this shit up that nobody don't care. Listen, all I'm saying is, is I, I have my reasons, okay? I, have I think your reasons, reasons are valid if we're being completely honest. Thank you. And all I, and I, and for me with the whole Kwame Brown situation, I was like, go Kwame, go. Because my okay, so it's complicated. Okay, it is complicated, and we know it's complicated because you can't came too hard for no nigga because you will end up looking stupid. Oh no! Yep. Let's add on to the fact that how it imploded. Because one, it's not like people everybody <laughs> flocks to all up in the smoke. And let's add on the fact that here's the thing: from also, ESPN jumped into this shit too honey when he went on Stephen A. Smith and called him a bald forehead motherfucker oh I'm getting to that I lost my shit and it took me forever to pull it back together like I woke up on one because <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole on Twitter like in the middle of it all happening <laughs> yeah so and it was funny because 
all these niggas he was cussing out are all the niggas I always wanted to see get cussed out. And you know the funny part? I always wanted to see Matt Barnes get cussed out from Basketball Wives. Because if it wasn't for Shawnee O'Neal, I wouldn't even know who Matt Barnes was. I couldn't go that deep. Uh, the hello, bench, I just told you, I don't know nobody from Shitty Hoops because I, I didn't know that deep they were Basketball Wives. <laughs> it was just like, I only know them because a lot of their, like, their exes or their currents are were or are on basketball. That's the only reason why I know who these niggas are. So if they after, ain't playing with Sean Kemp or motherfucking um Jordan or motherfucking Ewing or motherfucking Yeah. Oh I'm sorry. Let me add on yeah. um reality Lil Lil, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. So, yeah. It's <laughs> like if they ain't playing from like 1983 to 1998. I don't know. Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> that's not me because I don't watch it. I'm saying it's reality <laughs> TV and also the movie Space Jam. <laughs> You know what? And that's funny. A lot of ba- a lot more basketball niggas need to know that half the people don't even know you from the sport. They know you from um, you know, Space Jam. That would, that's I'm just saying, I'm show. just saying, I'm like Muggsy Bones. <laughs> I'm I'm from Baltimore, so there's that. I liked him. Yeah. He's cute. So okay, so after the oh god, this is so ridiculous. It's so funny, but it's like okay, let's just focus. Let's so, focus. Yes, focus, cook. Focus. Oh, cuss. That's so funny. Um so of course, <laughs> double down. So apparently on ESPN's The Jump, what the fuck is that? Matt Barnes is very surprised. I get where he's coming from. He kind of been the butt of jokes coming into the coming into the league and not being able to live up to that number one potential. If you want to be mad mm-hmm. at anyone, be mad at MJ for picking you number one. Steven Jackson, the 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 asshole that he typically is. <laughs> your whole career was dirt. Your whole life is dirt, and it ain't my mm-hmm. job to pour more. It ain't more my job to pour more dirt on you. Mm. He said, wishing him nothing but success, nevertheless. So I just find it funny that the way Kwame aired them niggas out, this is how they was responding. Because that nigga started singing. Oh, he definitely did. So then all of a sudden, <laughs> if, if, you, if you breathed anywhere near this, you were getting the smokes. Hence why he as. And Cookie's uh, alluded to, he came after Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless and indeed. apparently challenged to mutual combat. But you know what? The truth is, I'm glad I'm glad somebody pulled that on Stephen A. Smith because that nigga's been ridiculous for a long time. And I like, I'm sorry, but I'm glad I'm single. If I do not have to turn my channel to ESPN, because I'm like, how the fuck do these niggas watch this shit? Like this all day long. Stuff. It's like all the thing about it is, can I just tell you that the only thing that this is back in the day, this, like I'm aging myself. I could only to a certain extent, it was Jamel and Michael, their show, and also Mike and Mike in the morning. Yeah, that was it. And then, literally, yeah, this just, is only during the football season, guys. I just want to let y'all know that. And even then, I used to watch. Um, oh, what was that? Oh, wait. First and ten. Also, Stuart Scott. It's like you know, it's kind of like six o'clock with Stuart Scott. It's like that's legendary. No, no, no. What was the, which? What was the HBO NFL on? Uh, on oh, HBO? oh yeah, yeah. The show? one it can't. It comes. Does it still come on on Tuesday? No, it, it doesn't come on anymore. They, they moved oh. over to Showtime, but it used to come on HBO. I cannot remember. Oh. But no, it, deep, deep dive. First and 10, it was like a football oh. comedy show that used to come on oh, okay. way back in the day. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm way too stone. I'm going way too far back. You, but- are, you really are. But can I just tell you, this is what he said. <laughs> Kwame Brown wanted to challenge Stephen A. Smith. He told him to meet him in Seattle. Combat. The only city you can have hand-to-hand combat without signing a waiver. I, how do you know that? That show. <laughs> how oh, do you know that? Because, let me tell you something. This is the type of shit you need to know. Mm. It's, you need to know. And no, it, it, I was like, wait a minute, how do you know that's the only I'm, city that you don't need a wait? Wait, it's sir. not. It's one of the cities because <laughs> there are other cities. See, that's the I'm like, cities. I'm not digging too much because I'm like, look, I don't want him coming after me, y'all. Um, honey, and that also so leads to better? Jamel Hill, who, <laughs> madam, I like, I sometimes it's like. Baby, sometimes keep it in the drafts because what I, I saw what she tweeted and I just went. So it's not like it's that. somewhat <laughs> innocuous. It's not. I was like, what the fuck did he say? I was like, what did she say to him? And it was like she just. No, said, the thing is, she really could have kept that. She did not have to tweet that man. That's what I'm saying. All. I'm like, girl, you could have kept this in the draft. Oh, just delete that shit after 45 seconds. Oh, let me delete this shit. She just didn't have to say anything. It's like you ain't have to say like, nothing. No. Else. I was like, girl, this man is like you. This man is talking about thanks to Cook telling Cook telling me that this man has bragged about making um t-shirts out of toilet paper. I. I'm fascinated and don't want to know at the same time. It's a very uh, odd place to be in. I'm like, I am so, but I refuse wait. to do it. No, this is what we need to discuss. What we need to discuss is his wardrobe for these videos. Well, can we get through all the stuff before rest. and then we talk about his um it's, wardrobe? Do your best. Because it has it has evolved. Uh, girl. I mean, his his. It, I, I'm telling you, the choices. But there's so the many stylists. side adventures about this. There's so many side adventures. Yeah, I mean, the thing and about I, this is like, I mean, there's so many side adventures. But go ahead, do what you. This, look, so, I, I forgot where I was at. This is the Mocha Minute. Minute. <laughs> so he, um, so Jamel Hill tweeted something very innocuous, saying um, that he basically chose violence. He flipped the violence switch using a Game of Thrones reference with a man who said he makes shirts out of toilet paper is literally ill-advised. And I'm like, baby, you can delete this. And then she said, um, Mr. Brown, I, I'm tr- making sure I ain't saying nothing. Please don't say anything about my mama. Or you could have just not tweeted anything. I'm like, I'm very. But like- she know why she said that, though, right? Why? Because she told everybody her mama was a Trump voter. Uh um, yeah, I don't know about that because I've already seen his stuff about Breonna Taylor, and yeah. I know, right? But I don't it's know. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. He might. That's the thing. He might. Yeah, I. Don't, you know what? I don't, I don't know. know. The point is, is that it, okay? Well, okay. Wally, come okay. on, baby, okay. come on, come on back no, down no, off no. the ceiling. <laughs> you are no. on the ceiling, my love. Get I'm off the ceiling. Well, I was gonna say it, but I'm not. No, I'm not. no, we're not gonna say it. We're, we're going to not. But nope. it's, it's, like you said, keep it no. in the drafts. Keep it in the drafts. That's all. It's like the thing about this uh, because I get the reference. That's why I'm saying it's innocuous. But however, if I'm already on, I'm, if I'm already on 15 out of 10, literally, I'm like, I'm gonna just take that as disrespect and fuck you, bitch. It it's like, see how that works. See how that works. So here's like, the deal. I disagree with Kwame Brown on a. Number of his political several things, a number, mm-hmm. but 
But exactly how he is handling this particular situation, chef's kiss. I yeah. So what are you going to do? So we've we've added on the sports people, and then because literally, oh. he he cannot keep his um his Fenty Beauty Foundation ass out of this shit. Okay, he so this is where the rubber not, meets the road. Yeah. What? This is where the rubber meets the road. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Charlemagne decided mm-hmm. to talk about this on the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Now, here's the thing about niches and silos of entertainment. There are not a lot of people, if you're not like shooty hoops fans or athlete, athletic fans in general, you may watch all, all the smoke. You might listen to all the smoke. But if you're somebody who doesn't listen, like you're like, that's not my thing. I don't want to sit around and listen to athletes talk all day. I also don't watch ESPN. You probably would have missed all of this because that's what happened with Stephanie because I don't. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Why is he frying everybody? So Charlemagne and his Fenty Beauty ass decided to hop Did up you, in this. First of all, I want to First of all, he is immaculate. Okay. Does not I, wear Fenty. He looks like a fashion fair bitch or. They even still make fashion fair. Yeah, a Revlon bitch. I just don't feel like... Uh, okay, I don't want us to like... Bo- you know what? You're right. How dare I slander Fenty? We not slander Revlon either. We, You know what? He is... Um, Almay. Um, Mary Kay. Yes, there we go. Mary Kay. So, that, yeah, we'll slander her because n- no. It's full of water that found us. Anyway. Um, so he... <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing this? So he decided. Here. <laughs> he decided to thinking <laughs> that he was quote unquote defending um Kwame Brown. I don't know why y'all messing with him. Then he decided to read stuff that he fucking Googled about Kwame Brown's father, who apparently is right now serving life in prison for allegedly beating his girlfriend with an axe handle and burying her alive. Apparently, this man is in jail right now which what the hell and then um, Charlemagne also wow. brought up how Kwame's brother and I'm, a, I'm saying alleged even though he is saying that this is what he found on this is what he found on the internet allegedly Kwame's brother shot the mother of his child multiple times and tried to take his own life and then because he said like y'all should leave him alone but then he read all the stuff about Kwame Brown's life Stuff that apparently Kwame Brown didn't even know. Mm. So that was the other thing. So I think that's really what pissed him off. This was stuff that, some of the stuff he didn't even know. Yeah, he said that when he was saying it, like um, some of these siblings may have been older and didn't grow up in the house with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, or they had uh, same mothers, different fathers. Mm Mm-hmm. That type situation. So yeah, yeah. So, and then he also was talking about how he has a son who's 16 years old. Correct. And his son is online, right? And you know, he didn't know. He's just hearing stuff about his. Was it? It was most importantly about the grandfather. Like he didn't know that about his grandfather, because some of the stuff, Mm. like Kwame said, he didn't know. But then his son, who's 16, didn't know either. It's like. Oh, good Lord. It's like, why? Yeah, and it's like, you anything. It was just like, why should he read on the internet about his family? Because 
your ass decided I'm going to defend him, but bring it up. And they were like, whoa. And he's like, what? You can Google it. I know you're not talking about somebody can Google somebody. I know so, that's not you, sir. I, I'm. Let me know if you know you are. You know, smoking the coke. Are you smoking the crack? Because it's weird for me for you to say that. So then Kwame Brown was like, "Dracarys, mind you, that's the second Game of Thrones reference. He probably doesn't know what it is. He was like, "Oh, scorched earth, bitch." So Charlemagne apparently like Kwame. Huh, brought up the literally what everybody knows about Charlemagne because he fucking said it on his own fucking show about the um alleged the accusation of sexual misconduct and sexual assault. So then Charlemagne's uh, lawyer issued him a cease and desist. Uh, and that's very interesting that you would do a cease and desist, but cease and desist can be, and depending on the state, can be broad and narrow at the exact same time. But it's literally like, according to, in, in Charlemagne's words, we could have Googled it. So do you, so this, I will, this might be an extreme circumstance or, or mm-hmm. comparison, excuse me, might be extreme but I feel like this is akin to when um, Vanessa and her oldest daughter found out about Kobe and Gigi on TMZ before they were able to be notified. See, and... that's the thing. When, and I don't even know if they sued a cease and desist or literally just sued them. Because then remember, the LAPD was mad that um, she named the officers who were showing hundreds of pictures of the yeah. site. And it was like, oh my God, you're embarrassing us hundreds of photos Why? pictures of him mangled like right, the body pictures. his remains it's like wait why do I feel like Vanessa is wrong in here? and my thing is I've seen Aaliyah's remains I can't do it and I was yeah no like these things are out there and people need to stop and right and the thing about it is, is like these are police officers so when everybody cops are good yeah. people I'm like you do realize these are not random ass people. These are the people that are first responders supposed to be supposed to be protecting it. But just to let y'all know, if y'all like y'all were mad at Gail, but just know there's a lot of white people who don't like Kobe Bryant. They did not like him for what happened that one night in the Midwest. So it's fuck him forever for a lot of people. And it's like, y'all don't even hold that same energy. Okay. So and- um, so yeah. for Kwame, I feel like he's a man just running off principle. Sure, because yeah, it really is point. like it's principles at this point. Because Homeboy has his own YouTube and he keeps going live. So he has several live videos between that day and now. He is now monetized. I'm like, you know, I'm like, get your coin, sir, for dragging Oops. people that we don't like. We're gonna keep saying people that we don't like. I'm going to keep saying that. So Charlemagne has nailed him. He gave himself um, donkey of the day because Leonard wants to, you know, he's like, <clears throat> he said, I gave himself donkey of the day. He said, since I unintentionally caused trauma, I need to be intentional about causing healing. 
I hate I'm when all I that to really say. hate so, when they get a hold of these words. I just yeah. So <sighs> I'm saying all that to say, leave Kwame alone. That man has been quiet for 20 years. He don't bother nobody. Clearly, all that he a bust up gets to him. You don't know what people are going through or have been through. I'm sure I caused pain for not only Kwame Brown but for his family, especially his family in my hometown of Monks Corner, South Carolina. You know how I know because I spoke to a few of them. I was apologizing for triggering them. I'm I'm sorry, y'all. So it's so, the unintentional for me. It's the unintentional for me. I'm sorry. How is that? How are you literally Googling this man's family, but also adding the fact that you actually know his people because y'all are in the same town? So don't. How is this unintentional? How? Explain. Use all the words that you think that you use when you don't. I am just like, what do you mean? I'm sorry. How was that? How is that not supposed to harm him? Please explain how that's not supposed to, how is doing any of that not harming him? I just uh, I'm sorry. I I'm literally hmm. Here's the deal. <sighs> I believe or okay. This feels like classic textbook um manipulation uh it just don't feel right and also too this is something that you have to be very mindful of when people hurt people because i say this all the time when we talk about dating and relationships i feel like some of the modern dating um practices are rooted in abuse and I think that a lot of modern socialization is rebuted, is rooted in abuse, meaning it is socially acceptable to be aloof or um, to not care about people's feelings or to consider their feelings. And then when they react or respond, they're taking the language of the abused and now applying it to them like, oh, look at me, I need space and I've been triggered and it's like no 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 you just got a little dose of your own medicine you see you brought up all that shit you googled on him and he came back and was talking about yeah let's talk about that shit that you really had going on because that's what the nigga said he said I'm gonna talk shit about your life mm-hmm. <laughs> he was talking about um, Steven Jackson we said it but it applies here too but so I actually have the apology and I kind of want to play it because there's a part that's not in the write-ups that I find mm-hmm. very interesting that it's not there. So am I going to notice it? You probably are. So let's play it, shall we? Hmm. 
been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Mm. <sighs> donkey of the day for Monday, May 24th goes to me. Leonard McKelvey. Uh, contrary to popular belief, this is not the first time I've given myself Donkey of the Day because Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I mean, I may be kind of biased towards certain people, but I don't have any bias when it comes to myself. If I'm wrong, if something I do or say doesn't sit right with my spirit, I have to apologize and do better moving forward, and that's what I'm about to do right now. I want to apologize to Kwame Brown and Kwame Brown's family. I want to apologize to his father, Bill Brown, and, and, and the family of his father. See, last week on this radio, in my attempt to defend a Charleston, South Carolina-born brother like myself, uh, I revealed too much information about that man's family. And even though all that stuff is public record, some things just don't need to be said on the radio, and they definitely don't need to be said by me. When I look back you know, on the way I communicated that, I communicated it all wrong. And I unintentionally triggered trauma in a lot of folks I grew up with who I genuinely love. I'm sure I caused a lot of pain for not only Kwame Brown, but for his family, especially his family in my hometown of Monks Corner, South Carolina. You know how I know? Because I spoke to a few of them. Uh, I've been on the phone this weekend with, with, with mothers of children and their children. Uh, salute to Shaliba and her daughter, Brianda. I was on the phone with uh, sisters like uh, Wallet. Salute to Wallet. Oh, she cursed me out good. And, you know, I was apologizing for triggering them, causing them pain because I was casually discussing their family's trauma, man. And, and that's something that I have to stop doing. That's something that we all have to stop doing. I was talking to my sacred purpose coach, Yadi Alba, this weekend. She's like a spiritual therapist. I have her and my clinical therapist. And that's what we were talking about, how we casually discuss each other's traumas. I didn't even think about when I spoke on, you know, Kwame and his family, how many people were impacted by those things I was speaking on. I mean, that's, that's generational. Okay, I, I caused pain and unintentionally unintentionally poked at people's wounds. Okay, wounds that will probably never heal. And I can't take back those words, but I can apologize. You know, I think oftentimes we, meaning black people, we fight each other with our demons, whether true or false, whatever is the worst thing we know about a person, I think we I think we know about a person, we default to that, and that was not my intention. I was not in any way, shape, or form trying to paint Kwame in a negative light. Okay, that black man is not my op. He wasn't my op when I said it. In my mind, I'm defending that man, but I should have been defending him as Leonard Charlemagne the God McKelvey, the professional, and not Leonard Larry, whatever you want to call me from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, talking like I'm home in the town on why I believe they need to leave Kwame Brown alone. That was whack because the conversation didn't even have to go there. The conversation should have been about basketball. Yes, leave Kwame Brown alone because he achieved a goal and a dream that 1.3% of NCAA seniors will achieve and 0.03 percent of high school seniors you know how small a number that is and you know just that's just simply being drafted in the nba if you play 13 seasons and make 65 million dollars you're a success okay if you work 13 years anywhere and make that kind of money you're a success so salute to that man the only expectations we have to live up to is our own that's why i always say success is subjective okay my views of success may be different than yours as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. But we didn't even get into that conversation because my mind automatically went to something that didn't that it didn't even have to go to. In doing that, I unintentionally caused trauma. And since I unintentionally caused trauma, I have to be intentional about causing healing. I'm not about to sit around and have beef with another black man for nothing. Trust me, as y'all know, I have a lot of real enemies who are gunning for me every day. Kwame Brown is not going to be one of them, okay? I totally understand why Kwame Brown was upset at me. I went low. That wasn't my intention. But in hindsight, it was low. And Kwame took it to the floor with me. And y'all be online so excited, ready to see black people go back and forth and tear each other down. I'm not doing that. 
I'm not going back and forth if I feel like I wronged somebody. I'm going to apologize. That's what I think a good man does. A good man apologizes for the mistakes, you know, that he made. But a great man corrects them. Hopefully, I get the opportunity to do that one day. But for now, I just apologize. And I'm not beefing with a black man who's born where I was born and has family where I'm from. There's nothing on this planet that I love more than God, my family, and Monk's Corner, South Carolina. The whole... Yeah, I'm going to pause this. Now, what part do you think I had a problem with? It's several, but. <coughs> and what part, a better question. What part did you have a problem with? That's, you know. I did not like why trigger trauma in people because it's generational. It, it, he kept referring back to it. I ain't like that shit. Um... Uh, yeah. Okay, so there are several points that I was just like, <sighs> overall, like, I think that's what I was, that's kind of like the part I was getting to, like, you have a spiritualist and a clinical psychologist, you know, a clinician that you speak with. But you didn't know not to even delve into this. Well, no, let me not. Let me not. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. I don't. Um, the whole thing just smacked of like. This is the same Charlemagne who has gone back and forth with people on Twitter yeah. and talked cash money shit about him. You spent part of your show going back and forth with Monique. Yeah. You go at niggas every damn week on your show. I'm saying I don't listen to it, but I know at least once a week you like raking somebody's past over the coals. You issued this man a cease and desist. <clears throat> you don't issue that if you don't think you are wrong. See, the thing about it is, too, it makes sense that he don't want, like, first of all, he- Do not apologize to this man because he could seriously beat your ass. No, he's got family in the same place as his family. And I'm pretty sure they was like, oh, nigga, we know what you used to do or what you did. It is like, like, you don't, you, the thing about is you're saying you Googled that shit. I'm pretty sure you got information from your friends and your kin. And they like, what the fuck you saying on the damn radio? I only told you that. See, this is also yeah. saying it wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. The road to what? hell is paved with good intentions. Intentions, and also, what does your? I'm sorry. What is your intention on bringing up what was in Kwame Brown's past that his own family didn't even know? Because he said he likes to say his mama's cooking. His mama didn't tell him. Mm. So what intention? You are full of shit. He was snappy. He snapped back on your ass. And everybody's like, it's about time somebody took Charlemagne down a peg or two. You are full of shit. Mm. Kwame Brown to beat your ass. And also you dead ass wrong. And also you ain't want Kwame to go start talking to people. Mm. 
and digging up your shit. Digging up your shit. And saying, I'm like, pretty I'm pretty sure that girl was not the only person you done did something out the way to. Allegedly, it never is. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's like we saying we don't want to get sued. I'm sitting here like you have lost your goddamn mind for you to sit here and actually say, y'all, we just love when black people go back and forth. Baby, that's your bread and butter. Are you fucking kidding me? But see, so here's Sir, the who, are, who are you talking to in this apology that's so full of shit? It wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. What was your intention? I was defending him by bringing up the crim- the alleged criminal past of his family. How was that defending him? How? Explain. Use all the words. And so the other part to that, um, how are you defending me and throwing me under the bus at the same time? That part. How are you bringing up my daddy's criminal record to defend me? Mm-hmm. How are you bringing up my brother's um, mental how health is that defending me? His, um, domestic situation defending me? And, it's, it's, and that's the thing. Like I said, you use these words, this language, and then you say it in these nice tones. See, that's that is definitely something that it's the timber. It's like it's a very yeah. manipulative timber. That's something that we learned from white women in the mm-hmm. office when they're saying something to you. I'm but gonna say it really it like I'm gonna say it like this. Because I, I know you're probably gonna, you know, do the thing you do. But I mean, if you could just nope. tone down your nigger nose, I'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. we've seen it. Yeah, yeah. We've seen and, it. It's the gaslighting for me. It's kind of like uh uh like bro. Okay. It's like all right, I, uh, all right, Leonard. See, that's the uh, thing. You just don't want Monique to come back there and dig a foot up in your ass. Like, okay, Leonard, we, we don't want to have to call Monique back up here. So the other person that was in his um crossfire qualmies was um Stack, aka Steven Jackson. Apparently went back and forth. Um According to Stack, huh, and I, it feels like he actually has deleted this. So it's off his Instagram, but this, this um, article was written on Monday. This was from his on Monday, mind you. I'm telling y'all, Kwame Brown got a lot of videos. I think he still was like, fuck um, Stack and all this. So Stack put up a video, uh, um, Instagram post on Monday, he's sitting somewhere with his feet on somebody's table. Like, I know your grandmama done taught you um, better than this, but mind you, Steve Jackson said, you are dirt and your, your job is dirt and all this. And remember the same person. I disrespected him. He disrespected me. We agreed on that and moved on. It's dead. Sorry, nobody got killed or hurt. No, that's what y'all wanted. A new, it's a new day. Stay on my Dean Oh, I don't know what the fuck you talk about. Making peace and me growing ain't for you to understand. 31K cash off Instagram this month. If it ain't beneficial, it's artificial. Make it make sense. I've only been a Muslim. Wait, I've only been a Muslim a few months. Can't change 43 years overnight. Headed in right direction in route to even more righteousness. Alhamdulillah. And apparently at though, though best Bahamza. So several things about you. I love that him and Charmaine did the exact same thing. Y'all just want black people to fight. Y'all came at him. Hmm. Why are you acting like he came at y'all for no reason? Why are y'all being so self 
righteous. Stack had no problem putting on his own Instagram, dogging out the mother of three of his children. But you are sitting like, yeah, you ain't got what you wanted. Yeah, we don't want no man dogging out all black women because he literally is mad that the woman that didn't let him fuck him anymore wanted him to still be the fucking father of his fucking children. Who the fuck do you think you playing with, you baby back bitch? It's like, why y'all sitting here going, oh, Y'all just want to see black people fight. Y'all came at him on your show. Why are you acting like it's like y'all thought that shit was snappy? Y'all are used to being snappy about other basketball players because you know it's like you are in the league, so you can be snappy because they it's people like Stephanie that don't watch the shooting hoops, so they don't know who the fuck you talking about. Kwame Brown was like, bitch, not on my watch. I have a whole fucking <laughs> fuck you. Baby, I was like. Yeah, you're not prepared. They be talking about everybody on that show. They they say comments, and people kind of like water off a duck's back. I don't know. I don't think that makes Kwame Brown immature. It doesn't make people who don't respond like, and because I think some people have tweeted. They're like, "Who the fuck these niggas think they are?" But I mean, they have never. No one's gone scorched earth the way Kwame Brown is, and the reason why everybody's like, "Oh, this is great," is because. Literally, cue up the song from Chicago. They had it coming. They had it coming. This yeah. was like, um, I'm sorry. This was like, because even when Moni came at Charlemagne, it's like, I mean, she ain't wrong here. <laughs> like the, the people who give Charlemagne his shit back, no one ever says you dead wrong for doing it. Nobody is like, I, I hate saying nobody. But for the most part, no one really gives them a lot of shit for it. You don't see a lot of people going, how dare you go at Charlemagne? They're kind of like, yeah, I mean, I can understand. Mm. It's mostly understood why you would respond that way. So I don't understand like this self-righteous, oh, I'm going to be the bigger person. You could have kept his name out your mouth and you wouldn't have these problems. That and he was like, y'all been making this joke about me for a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's like he never said anything. It's like he ain't never said anything. He's like, I'll be leaving y'all alone. And I think it's because Gilbert Arenas, it's Gilbert Arenas. It's like, how you going to shit on me, sir? Don't do that. It's like, I was in the locker room with you. It'd be different if it was just like, because I think that's the reason why he kind of left the other people alone. This is somebody who played ball with him. He's like, the fuck do you think you are? Wait a minute. What you doing? And of all people, Gilbert Arenas. It's like, sir, I don't know. You know what? Let me ask. I might poll people who watch the shooty hoops. Is he a big deal? Apparently he's not. But I don't know. He might be. He has fans. He was a Laker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that might be it. I don't know. I'll ask my brother too. I'm sorry. He's another person that does yeah. the shooty hoops and I talked to him about the shooty hoops because my brother's a Lakers fan, but he also was a Kobe fan. I don't even keep up with them niggas. Cause... Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but it's like, like I Steven said, they the basketball wide niggas to me. Right, the basketball man. They should have their own show where y'all do a reality show and y'all like all of our all of our exes was on the reality show. Shaq could be there. He could be the Shawnee O'Neal. <laughs> I mean, he would be the queen bee. <laughs> he would. But oh my god! But then we could get Dwayne Wade, and he would just be the one everybody loves. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know if that'll work because she's not on the. Is is Gabrielle? Oh, we couldn't get him. He could be a friend of. That'd be great. I just, I'm just sitting here like y'all really trying to act like. And the fact that I know that stack is full of shit. Why you delete it? 
Why is mm. not? Maybe it's not. Maybe I didn't scroll too far. Let me see. Maybe I just didn't. Um, maybe I didn't scroll. So too far. some of them kidding. did go back and delete some things and mm-hmm. kind of walk back what they said. I um just feel like they don't want to get. Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't delete it. It's still there. I didn't scroll far enough. I apologize, y'all. It's still sitting there. I am above this. Nigga, shut the hell up. And of course, so I know you're going to like this name because I was inconsolable for 25 minutes, but a new name for a Alexander Scamilton is Rice Cube, and I am screaming. I've been screaming for 25 minutes. They call this man Rice Cube because because he, um, he of course, commented, this is the right thing. Uh, this is the right thing. Love you, brother. And the fact that you have <coughs> Kobe in your um pick on Instagram, Kobe wouldn't f- no, you know what? Let me shut up. Mm. I'm sorry. Final thoughts, because fuck them. Girl. Just fuck them. It's like y'all are full of shit. It's like, listen, and also, y'all, hey, hi, hello. This is not us literally co-signing a lot of stuff that Kwame Brown has on his um, page. He has a lot. He says a lot. He likes to talk. It's not that it's terrible. He is very, he's someone who really, really loves his mama. However, he uses words like females. Um, yeah. He had some very choice words about Breonna Taylor, what happened to her, that this yeah. is what happens when you're with drug dealers, when her current boyfriend was not, that was her ex. They also went to the wrong house. But, you know, we are see that's the thing i think we can put people in little pockets we do not i'm like you can say people are broken clocks mm-hmm. you can really say it i'm like re uh i'm gonna say reesey um kwame somebody keeps calling kwame and i'm very confused as to why they're doing that kwame, kwame. I heard a lot of kwame so oh because kwame. niggas don't because i'm tired never mind I, <laughs> That's because you know what? A lot of these niggas, they're not black no more. It was just like, why are y'all saying it Kwame and not Kwame? I'm very, very, I'm very confused as to why. But maybe, like, look, maybe if I say Kwame, see, I, y'all, I'm just saying, I might not put his name in it. I'm not going to say it, okay? I am not. Look. I'm not. I'm not big enough for him to notice. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it might be Kwame with a Y. And they're like, see how that works? Nope. He not finding me because you know what? You don't test no nigga who said, I know where I don't need a permit to beat your ass. How? It's not a how. It's a why do you know that? It's a why mm. for me. So I'm... <laughs> Kwame said a lot. Kwame has said um, a lot of shit that I don't agree with. But sometimes I will say this: it seems like it's more receptive for somebody who is hotepish to grab to drag another hotepish. 
person. Um, I will bring y'all back and y'all literally got to find this when Span does his um, the special Hotep unit when he <laughs> went through Umar versus Tariq and I was screaming. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like, yeah, it's fine if you come at him because both of y'all are, I mean, I don't know. I've, you know, essentially this is going to die down, but I feel like we have the, I would not be surprised if Mr. May, because that's his new name now, Mr. Nay, Mr. May might end up in the span report. Special Hotep unit. Dun, dun. Yeah, he might end up there. I don't know. Might take a week, might take three months. I am not advocating for Mr. Span to go after him. I'm just saying that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because people have already dug up the fact of what he has said because Kwame Brown has literally been saying a lot of shit for years. People just didn't know. Yeah. Because they didn't go to his YouTube channel. Um, And I'm not going to tell you because I'm not saying his name anymore. Okay. Uh, Why are you whispering that? I'm a Shut whole up. fool, okay? Whole fool, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> that is what we're doing. Y'all, I think we have a show, Cook. Mm-hmm. It is the end of May. I appreciate you as a mother. You are doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Nina gives me so much joy because she's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Adorable. And she is a chip off. She is a chocolate chip off the cookie (laughs) so you are doing amazing sweetie we are ending may let me just say this about the mamas out there who are literally doing their best i'm really tired of black men this is my little i'm on my soapbox hold on when i'm in a clubhouse room people i don't know how i did this i didn't realize it was my thing and I literally just have to do it. If I unmic on the clubhouse and I sigh, everybody stops and said, oh shit, what is Stephanie going to say? Because I don't yell. I just say what the fuck I said. Here's the thing. I'm really sick of black men coming after black mothers, single married or coupled most notably they come after single mothers and i'm really sick of y'all shit i'm getting i'm getting tired of your shit tired tired t-i-y-a-d tired i'm so tired of you going after women who not only had to birth a child and or children depending on how many they have they literally their bodies your body has to be basically realigned after you've had said children and then to top it all off you may have a man who feels like the only thing he needs to contribute to rearing a child is putting nut in you so they feel like if they no longer can make they can no longer treat you like a come depository 
they feel like their shit is done and it's like, oh my God, well then I don't have to be involved in this child's life. Then you get to be the person who has to still take care of that child and act like shit is okay. And also go to work with white people. And they literally don't give a shit about you at work. They're like, look, is work done or no? And then you got to come back home to your kid. So your kid gets to go to school. You get to pay for the aftercare, the daycare. Your man, the man who decided to um, help you sire said children, <clears throat> thinks that his $76.42 a month is literally tipping <laughs> the scales on child rearing and he should get a trophy for his $76.42. When aftercare is like $300 a week. And a child has to eat, oh, I don't know, every single day. They have to drink, oh, I don't know, every single day. They have to wear clothes all, every day they go to school. If there is a hole in the shoe or one of the knees is out, the teacher may not call the mother, they may call CPS instead of you. You are not the emergency contact for said child, it is her. So if an emergency happens with said kid, she has to leave. If she does not have PTO or she's not in a position where it offers PTO, she is now losing money to leave school, to leave work, to go to the school. And you think your three days out of the month that you him, babysit your kid means mm. that you should get a gold star on the board. And if that isn't even, if that isn't even enough, you have these men who don't take care of their children and or their buddies that they split nachos at with chilies, getting on social media, shitting on single mothers because she decided to save up money and get her a nice pair of shoes. Or she decided to go get her hair done when she hasn't had her hair done, actually done, where not her, she decided to go get her hair actually washed by someone else, styled by someone else else literally a half a day at a hair salon may feel like a spa day because you're not doing something yourself you decide to hop y'all ashy asses on twitter to shit on single mamas as if mr oh my god oh my god the way my child lives as if i don't know there aren't these things called courts where you can go down with your lawyer and you um, could go down and become the custodial parent. But you're like, oh, wait, too much dip on your chip. Yeah, exactly. You don't care about your children that much. Let's be very clear. So I am really at this point. This is why in the month of May, I really do. So it's really interesting because in June, I do celebrate fathers. I ask fathers to come here and be on this show. But be very clear. I am not just asking men that put their dick in women and got them pregnant. I'm actually asking men who are fucking fathers that would really walk through fire 
before they see their child without. And also would never part their lips to shit on their mothers ever in life because they're real parents. My father was a real parent. He is a real parent. Cook's father was a real parent. Y'all niggas are sperm donors and don't like when women clock y'all on that. If you were a real father, this ain't hitting you because you know what the fuck you do. Mm-hmm. When you're a real father, you're not looking for somebody to thank you because huh. y'all don't shower mothers. You just expect them to do it because you actually think that is what they're designed to do. I saw a man say, I don't take women seriously if they don't want to have children. And somebody responded, it's like a toaster saying they don't want to make toast. You are actually reducing a woman to a kitchen appliance. And you wonder why bitches don't want to fuck your ass. You wonder why women actually are glad that they have the choice to not have y'all fucking children. Y'all wonder why. And it is amazing you have women who are literally pouring their whole selves out on social media on the hopeful chance that somebody will, a man will actually go, wow, this is pretty fucked up. No, they don't. They dismiss it. Well, what about all the single fathers? Time out, homie. You only talk about it when women say, why are we not celebrating single mothers? What about the single fathers? What about them? Mm-hmm. See how that works? If we just, what about them? See how dismissive and stupid that is. I sat in in the clubhouse room earlier today. I'm like, it is very weird for men hearing women talking about domestic violence and what they have survived, actually knowing every woman, and I'm sorry, any woman you talk to, every woman either has been a victim of domestic violence, sexual assault, or sexual abuse, or they know a woman who has. We all do. And it's it like everybody. There's no possible way that all of us know somebody and y'all don't know any. I'm like, I don't know where you I'm like, I don't, you don't know any abusers. As much and as you know the happens, wild part? Yeah. I don't know nobody who's been accused of rape and they would be, and it turned out they was lied, being lied on. I say all that to say. Mother's Day was a, a week or so ago, almost two weeks, I think, at this point. I don't just celebrate my mother on Mother's Day. It is, I feel like it's just an excuse for me to do extra or to just for her to allow me to lavish her because I think that's the other plight of being a Black woman. Someone's always telling you that's what you're designed to do. You're hardworking. That's what you're supposed to be. You're strong. That's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be a, like, ooh, mothers, I mean, mothers are supposed to be good parents. I can almost guarantee you there's a lot of mothers that aren't. Being a good parent is not a requirement of a parent. But when you have a good parent, you have no problem celebrating them. So for all you dudes who are like, have children, 
and you are not the custodial parent. I am not talking to men who are custodial parents. Hence why I said, if it don't apply, let it fly. Please do not write to any woman when they're expressing themselves and say, well, what about? If it don't apply to you, why are you sitting here trying to tell me? Do you tell white people to stop talking when you are like, when they are defending racists? Or you tell them to shut the fuck up. Why are you defending somebody like that? See how that works? You're not doing whatabouts when you know that shit is fucked up. But because you don't want us to say when shit is fucked up, you don't want us talking about in-house problems. Stop bashing black women to non-black people. Uh. Start there. Because that is why they bash us because y'all make that shit okay. Y'all don't say, what the fuck are you doing? Stop doing that. And please stop using y'all's exceptions to make it seem like it's rules. It's not. Please stop that. Mm. So as I end this very long tirade, because, well, <clears throat> I don't have enough time in the world to tell y'all how fucking shitty it really is for y'all to treat Black women that you do. And then the thing about it is, Black women are propped up by other Black women because they're like, that shit is not cute. So it always grinds my gears when I see women do the, well, I ain't like these bitches, I do this. Girl, do that shit and leave us the fuck alone. I promise you, nobody, I don't want your life. It sounds tacky and tired. Nobody wants your man, I promise you. You are not making him appetizing. You're making yourself look pathetic for a man who literally will throw your ass away. Please stop shitting on black women. Stop shitting on black mothers. Stop shitting on single mothers. Leave fucking trans women alone. Mind your goddamn business. Stop taking pictures of women and say, let me show you how y'all doing. I'm like, y'all wouldn't like that shit if we were doing that. Oh, by the way, y'all actually complain about that if we were doing that to you. Hence why we don't do it to you. Please leave black women alone. Not just in May, but literally. Literally. Every damn day, every month of the year, leave black women alone. Mind your business. Literally, mind the business that pays you. And I pro and I can almost guarantee you anything, some random black woman you see out in public, that is none of your business. Stop telling them to smile because it'll make you feel better. Fuck you. No, it won't. Mm. So that's the Michael Mendes podcast. Hey. Cookie, I appreciate you as always. I appreciate you as my friend. I appreciate you as a podcaster. I appreciate hey. your voice. I appreciate you being, I, lo- I appreciate you laughing me because I say shooty hoops because I don't know anything else to say. I could say basketball, y'all. I'm, I'm serious. I could say it. I'm just not because I think it's funny. You know, it is. I, I'm just glad that you let me come here and cut up. Appreciate it. And... You already know how I feel about you. Stop playing. Don't do this to me. Look, let me out here or whatever. And yes, I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going to change my Twitter handle. But um, change it. You know what you. I'm sorry. Actually, that's what my um, time off is going to be about. So it's coming. 
it's coming when I get when I get to take my time I'm definitely going to go ahead and do some things um, that I've been meaning to do and that's also what this retrograde is about guys let's just you know make sure that we commit to grounding ourselves over the next few weeks um if you are like me a fire sign a Sagittarius you are affected and impacted (laughs) um and it's going to be okay. We're just going to ride it out. But definitely, whatever you're feeling, um, talk to someone. If you're feeling heavy, you know, if you're feeling light, you know, still do what you need to do. But definitely don't just sit there. Let's all make sure that we, you know, we're vowing to really get moving and to move forward because. What we need is out there. And I believe this is our opportunity to go after it with reckless abandon. So I'm going to recharge in time to do all of that because there's so much more for me to do. But in the end, Tarum, thank you, darling, for having me and for letting me run my mouth. Um, We have to re-record the episode that we recorded because... We, <laughs> oh Lord, we did a lot, but in a good way. But I don't think anyone's ready for for this, Stephanie. Oh, oh Lord, okay. I don't think yep, anyone's ready for this. This Stephanie. is definitely an off mic conversation because I don't <laughs> know what the fuck I said. So you know what? You're right. Yeah, we'll talk about this off mic. But uh, <laughs> y'all, this has been the Moke Minutes podcast. June will be full of Black fathers. I believe Steven, my brother, is coming back. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to bring in some new dads. Trying to be, he, There's one dad, I'm like, he got to be on the show. And every time I'm like, dang it, I got to call him. So, yeah, this has been the Mocha Men's Podcast. Next, let's see. So, no new show next week because next week is Memorial Day, which means Stephanie is taking the week off. Mm. I implore all of you to take time off too. It's like when you're teleworking, you feel like I shouldn't take days off because I should be working. But yeah, teleworking months and months on end with no break is a lot. And I'm starting to feel my battery going low. So be back in June for Fathers. Everybody enjoy your Memorial Day. Um, As Erica De Niro says, protect your energy. Love to... George Floyd's family. Grief is grief. Please keep them in your prayers. Uh, Yeah, and I'll be back. Bye! Toodles. No, dress how you want to be addressed. Okay, cool. The woman in that clip is basically arguing that if a woman dresses in a way that's considered provocative, she deserves to be disrespected by men. Usually, I would just write her off as Sergeant Pickme of the internalized misogyny army, but growth, so I'm just going to go into why that logic is flawed. Number one, if a man is inherently disrespectful, it does not matter what you're wearing. You can be dressed like Cardi B, Adele, or Young and May. He's going to disrespect you. Number two, I think that when we say we want to be respected regardless of clothing, a lot of y'all think we just have a deep personal investment in what men think of us, like we're trying to meet their grannies or something. For some of us, being respected just means being left alone. If you don't like what we are wearing, ignore us. Don't stare like you've never seen titties before. Don't call us names. Don't hit on us aggressively. Just go about your day like a normal adult. 
men should be the most offended at the notion that you all lack such self-control that fabric can make you disrespectful.